0: You are now tuned in to the School of Higher Thought podcast where we explore the realm of personal development. We aim to upgrade your life through lessons learned from a personal experience. Episodes are released every Sunday. For more updates and other empowering content, please follow our other social medias in the description below. I hope you've got your notepads ready. Class is in session. Negative self talk and negative affirmation can keep you anchored in old thought patterns and identities. Bryant McGill. A two thousand twenty study suggests that people have over six thousand thoughts daily. This is a huge volume of thoughts per day. Just for one person. And if you've listened to the previous podcast episodes, if you haven't, uh you definitely should go, go out your way, just have a quick listen. Um i've spoken about the thought to action loop so what happens is is when you have a thought after that thought you process an emotion based off of that thought and then from that emotion arises action and then that action influences more thoughts. so then becomes a loop it happens again and again and again and again and again now our brains look for efficiency so our reticular activating system is a group of nerves at the brain stem which has a main purpose to filter out unnecessary information. This is why when you play yellow car, no returns at school, you will start to see yellow cars everywhere when before it seemed as if they never even existed. So how we respond to stimuli carries consequences, whether intentional or unintentional, especially in times when faced with adversity, we give up before we try. So what happens is, is most of the time, Something bad might happen, or there might be you might be in school and you're doing a group project, or you might be standing at a cenote, right? So, so look, I went to Mexico with my girlfriend, and we went to a cenote. So we went to a, a, on a tour, right? it took us to a, a Mayan ruins. We went swimming with the to- uh, with the turtles and stingrays, and then we got to a sea note So, what a sea note is for those of you who don't know, it's like a, it's like a, a cave, and it's made of like i believe it's limestone and it's like a lot of these sea notes they have places where you can jump in so it's like quite a large steep drop i think it was about six feet right so it was a six feet drop and you jump right in and when you saw everybody going towards like everyone wanted to jump in right because everyone sees it like oh my god like you know when you see those um those posts on social media and the travel blogs people jumping in and it's like it's like a movie moment you know it's an experience so everyone's like okay cool like we want to jump in but what i notice is that everybody gets to that that platform and they hesitate they struggle to jump they struggle to take the 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 steps even though that their body even though that their mind like they in their heart they want to jump they want to do it they have this this desire to go forward and jump they're scared of jumping you know, they end up getting paralysed before they've even taken that step. And even though that they've seen other people do it before them, it's completely safe. You know, these people have done it. There's little kids jumping in and they they land completely fine. They're not harmed or anything like that. These people will still be frozen in the moment and stuck and glued to the platform as if somebody put super glue in there and their little flippers. <laughs> so... It's interesting because one of the first thoughts that come into mind, you know, once you get that experience of anxiety, we start to tell ourselves that we can't, we can't do this, we can't do that, oh, what if, and we think of the worst situation that could possibly happen, and then as a result, you know, it's charged by these negative emotions of you feeling this fear and anxiety, and that causes you to be stuck in the mud you know it causes you to to be still and not make any moves but then, what happens is time goes by times goes by and you get deeper you get deeper into this feeling of anxiety or or procrastination or whatever it is you begin to hesitate even more because It feels more daunting as you wait even longer there's more anticipation there's more build-up and as it builds up it grows even stronger and stronger and stronger and then you end up not making any moves you end up being still but the thing is if you're gonna do it anyway just get it done and over with the quicker you do it the quicker it gets done the quicker it's over the quicker the experience is done but you see right <laughs> sorry to put my girlfriend out there right? she could be a little bit pissed off when she is, this but when she got there so we, so they so they told us uh, oh, if you're a couple it's tradition right so when you jump inside of the scene note if you jump in together in essence you're destined to be together forever the, the 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 relationship will stand the test of time if you guys jump in together so we're like cool i'm like Listen, that's easy, man. Let's do this. Obviously, she's getting a little bit anxiety, She's a little bit scared. So you know what? We stood up there at the platform together. I'm ready to jump, and you know she's ready too. So we get up there, and she gets scared. She gets glued to the platform, and then we're ready to jump. I'm like, "Come on, like, are you ready to go?" She's like, "Yeah, yeah, just." Ooh, she looks over the platform. She she gets scared, and she backs off, and she's clenching her fists, and she's getting more anxious than. Over time, we eventually jump in together. Now, before we jumped in, we stood there for about five to ten minutes before she finally took those steps forward. But if she had just jumped in to begin with, because she did it anyway, if she just jumped in to begin with, without all of the hesitation, all the amount of pain that she endured in her mind, she wouldn't have had to endure it. Because, logically speaking... If we just did it in that first fifteen seconds of being up there, it would have been a fifteen ex- a fifteen second experience. We would have hit the water, come out, smile on our faces, done. But we spent about five to ten minutes with her debating whether she's gonna do it or not <laughs> inside of her mind. But you see, what I mean to say here is is that oftentimes we tell ourselves that we can't do things, and We impose these self-limitations on ourselves. And because of that, it causes us to stand still when our desire is to to be moving. If our desire is to move, why do we stand still? If we have these goals, why are we not acting upon them? Right? When we're faced with adversity, why do we limit ourselves and say that we can't when realistically we should be asking ourselves, how can I? Now, you see, you guys want to ask yourselves that in future if you find yourself saying you can't do something ask yourself how can I and I promise you what will happen will surprise you this is something that I started to employ inside of my own life and the reason why I'm able to say this is because it surprised me and if it surprised me it probably will surprise you too because such a small change in my habits and my thought patterns created a whole it was like rolling a snowball down the hill (laughs) over time it just gradually started getting bigger and bigger and bigger and it's like wow this is this one small thing changed my life that much right i used to tell, tell myself that i couldn't do things i used to tell myself i couldn't get a's i told myself i couldn't get i couldn't read a book in a month you know, small things, you know, stupid things. I told myself I couldn't read I couldn't reach a certain level of income. I used to tell myself that I couldn't do twenty push ups. Now I can do over fifty in one go, I can do one arm push ups, I can do pull ups, I can run ten miles whilst I'm fasting. I can get in an octagon with somebody fearlessly and win. I can do all of the things that I never thought I could do, or well, not necessarily not thought I could do, but told myself that I couldn't do. So, as we ask ourselves this question, what you're doing is is that you're switching your mind, right? You're you're retraining your brain, you're re you're you're breaking down the previous neurological pathways, and you're bridging new ones that. Are no longer looking for self limitation and negative affirmation as a response to adversity and to challenges and to problems you're slowly replacing it with positive affirmation and solutions so this is how you developed a solution-based mind and as you mold yourself to be this way as it becomes habitual every single time you come to a problem you will be like "Hmm, how can i solve this and if you're a young man you definitely need to have the skill because as men we are naturally by nature wired to be logical. And this is a piece of logic. Logic is great for problem solving. And if we're not using it for that, what are we using it for? You know, there's so much toxicity out there and especially with us young young men, you know, we're misled, we don't really have true role models anymore. We lack it because we lack guidance and to be fair, a lot of the older generation, they, they didn't really teach us how to be men because a lot of them weren't taught to be men by their fathers. Nor did they have the, 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 the right role models to really guide their hand and teach them how to be men. This is something that will help guide you to that part of your life. If there's something in your life that you're lacking, ask yourself, how can I get it? Not I can't. And if you want to take it a step further, you can start looking at problems in the world and start writing down solutions for them daily. This is also how you can start start a business. Because once you start looking at problems, you can now look at the solutions. And then if that solution could potentially be profitable and it's in need, boy, you're in a good position. Now you can go out there and actually bring this into reality and... Offer that solution to businesses, to to individuals, institutions, whoever needs it, right? And as you offer the solution, you can charge a fee because you're the person who's offering the solution; they're the one who needs it. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's not unethical for some of you people who who are very anti-capitalism. Listen, it's not unethical to offer solutions and chart and and request a fee on top of it because at the end of the day. The resources that it might take for you to offer this solution won't come free your time should not come free because that's a piece of your life you will die someday you have every right to charge somebody to hold a piece of your time i see no issue with that and another thing as well is that if they think it's worth the price they will pay it if they really need it they will pay the price as long as you're not charging anything ridiculous for it and another thing as well that i think is worth noting when we stop saying i can't and start saying how can i you also transfer your mind from a scarcity mind to an abundant mind the importance of that is simple when it comes to the law of attraction right Everyone talks about the law of attraction, the law of assumption, all of these different things. At the end of the day, no matter which, what word you want to use, no matter what methods you want to use, the principle remains the same. Your brain is like a transmitter. And this transmitter is is constantly taking in frequencies and emitting frequencies. Now... Now let's assume that only everything is energetic, right? This is something that I personally believe. I believe that everything is energetic. Everything carries an energy, it carries a certain frequency. Now, if there's something that you desire, if there's a certain goal that you want to desire, that you desire, if there's a certain item that you desire, if there's even a type of partner that you desire, if there's a type of society that you desire, there's a there's a certain energy behind it, there's a certain frequency behind it. And you must align yourself with that frequency through your mind through your brain right you must get your your brain onto the similar frequency to the things that you desire because if you check our brains right now a lot of you're operating from points where it conflicts the things that you desire so for example you might be you might desire wealth right this is just a simple one because everyone almost everybody desires a piece of wealth let's say you desire wealth but you're operating from a mind of scarcity, where you're scrunching pennies and like you're you're so your your pocket pinching all of the time because you believe that once this money goes, I'm never gonna get it back because you believe that oh if I don't hold on to this money, like it's it's the end for me. I'm I'm never gonna be able to build wealth. I'm never gonna do, be able to do this and do that. No, stop it. Be more free with your money because the money itself. It's called a currency. Think about it. Current. Current. Electric. Current. The water. When it flows in a certain direction. Current. It is movement. It is flowing. If you hold onto your your money, it's no better than a tool gaining dust and rusting in a tool shed. You must employ your money and make it work for you. You must put your money in places so it does the things that it needs to do so it can grow. I was it's just depreciating anyway. <laughs> That's called the time value of money. Inflation is killing your money. It's depreciating your asset. Now, if you're somebody who's pocket pinching and you're unwilling to put your money in places because you worry about where it's going to go and, and for that reason you never make investments, you will never ever achieve wealth. Now the way for you to get out of that is to switch your mindset. Okay, instead of saying I can't I can't get any more money. If I put this money into this thing, into this project, or if I invest this money into a course to develop a, a further skill set, or if I put this money into something that will increase my cash flow, how can I get this money back after I've done that? Can I is there a way for me to get it back after I do that? If I do lose the money If nothing comes out of it Is there a way for me to, to replace it? Of course there is But Whatever answer you say That will be the true answer to you So In essence If you tell yourself that you can't make that money again Chances are You're not going to make that money again If you tell yourself you can You most likely will But if you ask yourself how can I You will be, you will allow yourself to develop the plan to do so to build a system and once you build a system that is when things just become so much more efficient because once you have a system in place to get in whatever it is that you desire naturally it will just compound or compound if you do a system again and again and again and again and again and then you make it more efficient you make it so there's less losses incurred or you make it so you can retain more money so you can spend less and get more now you're putting yourself in a position where okay cool now now my wealth is starting to accumulate now now i'm starting to make more money than i've ever seen before when you start diversifying and and start to um, do more with yourself now all of a sudden you've got employees and those employees are doing the exact same thing that you was doing and now you're making money off of those employees. So that means now you're you're you've got a hundred people now who are making exactly what you would have made, and you're just taking a nice little ten percent fee off of off of that. Now you're making a thousand percent rather than your original hundred percent. So this is how you can look forward to solutions because the problem there was that you didn't have enough money, right? And you needed to grow your money, but you didn't know how. All you had to do was ask yourself how. Get down that piece of pen and paper and start writing a plan. Observe your current situation and see what is currently going on. Is there a current system that you're, that you're using? Okay, cool. Is there something wrong with the system? What kind of results is the system producing? Okay, there's not enough results. Okay, cool. Is there something I can do to that system to to get more results is there something that I can take away or is there something that I can add or do I, need, do, do I need to completely scrap that system and adopt a new one and sometimes we can just look around us see who else has done it before and we can then see what they did and see what worked for them and because of because they've laid down a blueprint for whatever they have done before for us to replicate now it's just even more easier because we tell ourselves everything's difficult but a lot of the things are easy because blueprints are all around us we're just not looking at them and it's important and I believe this wholeheartedly is so important to stop telling yourself that you can't because when you keep on telling yourself this you block the opportunity of solving these problems and when you don't block the opportunity of solving these problems you just stay in the same position if not even worse so let's take for example as i was talking about before we're talking about uh, aligning your your brain's frequency to the things that you desire if there's a certain thing that you desire you must raise your brain to the similar frequency or the same frequency or even higher than than those of which you desire if you desire love if you desire a partner who who makes you feel safe embody that become somebody who who would provide a safe space for your partner you know because a lot of us provide, um, not provide, but a lot of us seek partners who would do right by us, but we're busy doing wrong. How does that make sense? How does that actually make sense? Because yeah, you could then get that person, you can then get that partner that you that you truly desire, but then you end up fumbling him or her because you're too roped up in your selfish desires and your lustful desires and and your inability to communicate properly and your inability to provide a safe space for that person to really communicate how they feel you know all of these small things heal through them work through them and that is how you can achieve that because once you become that you attract that in essence so just take the same principle and apply it to all areas of life if you're somebody who wants to improve your exam results right if you guys don't know don't know a lot of you might not know probably like less than one percent of you do in sixth form i actually got a D D and and e i did terrible <laughs> absolutely terrible and i always told myself well i'm not going to uni anyway <laughs> i'm not going to uni anyway why do i have to put in effort for this I don't plan on getting a job. I plan on owning businesses. I plan on making investments. Why'd I have to go to school? Why'd I have to get good grades? I'll just hire somebody else who who can get good grades to do the job for me. (laughs) You know, that's always been my mindset. But somewhere along the lines, I thought to myself, damn, I kind of cheated myself. Because now I won't ever get to see what I'm truly capable of. That self saboteur within me told me, to not handle the things that needed to handle the way how I should have done it. You know, up front, I, I should have been assertive and gone out there and got good grades, but and have been present in the lessons and done the homework and done the coursework and come to school on time every day. I used to come in at like 1 p.m., <laughs> I promise you, I was not present. And when I was in class, I was either sleeping or I was looking at charts, learning how to trade, literally. That's all I did Throughout Sixth Form So This is the self saboteur Within me And this is something That I might have to speak about In a a separate episode Because it's something That was within itself But in essence The self saboteur It There are many reasons Why the self saboteur Kind of rise within you But for me personally It was more Of feeling like I was Inadequate And By not showing up properly i then had the excuse to say oh well i didn't go to my my, all of my lectures anyway i didn't go to all of my lessons anyway and i still got this grade and did it did it do you know what i mean and in reality that's not cool because we just cheat ourselves of what we actually could do we cheat ourselves out of our own potential and when we cheat ourselves out of our own potential we limit ourselves in essence because the self saboteur said well if we just not turn up to every single lesson, then we have an excuse for our results. But let's be real. Nobody cares about the process or how many lessons you turned up to. People only care about the results. And that's why I left sixth form with a D, D and an E. But then somewhere down the line, my mum told me, hey, if you don't get a job or you don't go to uni, You're going to start paying rent in house. I was like, yeah, I'm not paying rent when I don't need to pay rent. Let me go uni. (laughs) Because I'm thinking, I don't want to go work at a job because I'm already trading. I don't need to work at a job. You know, I don't need to. Why would I do that? So I thought, you know what, cool. Let me just go uni. Let me see what I'm capable of. And, And to be honest, I also wanted to see what I was made of. I wanted to see if I was capable of doing the things that I couldn't do. Because at that point of time, at that age, I had come out of depression i had a lot more mental resources and mental capacity to achieve things right i was in a different mental space so i thought you know what let me, let me use this as a way to challenge myself because that's what i like to do i just like to challenge myself and when you challenge yourself obviously you, you have to exercise that problem solver in your head so i went to university right i'm still i'm at university i'm nearly in my final year i'm studying accounting and finance, and past the first year easy past foundation year because i did a foundation year as well easy i'm now on second year now it's funny because i had i I got dd and e in sixth form at university i'm getting upper two to ones and firsts in almost every single subject every single subject without fail and that's because i stopped saying i can't i can't i can't and started saying how can i now, the way for me, in this in, in, in this scenario, how I increase my results of education, simply just doing what I wasn't doing before, which was, I wasn't revising. Before I wasn't revising. Before I wouldn't turn up to lectures. Before I wouldn't, or, or in sixth form is lessons. So, before I wouldn't I wouldn't turn up to lessons, I wouldn't do the homework. I wouldn't even look at the work. I slept all day long. But, because... I had trained my mind to start seeing solutions. I then saw the problem and I was like, oh, so I'm not achieving this because I never studied in sixth form. I never took it pro- I never took it seriously. I never actually took out the time to really understand things. And if things even gets like really, really bad and I've done, I've done everything I possibly can, I've asked the teachers, I've asked my peers, I've gone through all of the work and I still don't understand. I'll get a tutor. I'll even pay for a tutor. Even though I haven't gotten to that extent yet because I don't need to. I still would now though. But I, I haven't needed to. Because of that alone, because of that mindset alone, and me recognising the problem, and then me finding the solution to the problem, I've been able to transform, and I mean transform my results. Now what I want you to think now, just reflect on this and and see where in your life where you could have asked yourself how and where you've told yourself that you couldn't do things and any other type of words and self-talk that you could have possibly had that would have limited you ask yourself where these times were and then you will notice that a lot of the times the results followed That kind of replicated that mindset and that self-talk. And if you just told yourself, how could I do this? If you now, if you look at those events and you write down, okay, cool, the event was this. How could I have gone through this event and and improved my results? Nine times out of 10, you will have some sort of solution, like off the rip. You have something that you can offer to yourself as a solution. And that is something that you could have used back then. But... Instead of like being like, "Oh, I should have done that. Why didn't I do it?" and then beating yourself up, just say, "Cool. it is where it is that happened now if I come to this problem again in future, I now know what I can do, and then that's a solution that you will have automatically if you come to that same situation or if you come to future situations, you're slowly training your mind to see and to to seek solutions rather than see more problems and limit yourself. Now, just to remind you guys, I want I want you guys to, to do this, right? I want you to look at the different situations that you've had in your life and just observe the solutions that you possibly could have done. And I also want you to practice this in future. I want you to, to train your mind to seek solutions rather than more problems and give yourself negative affirmation and self-limitations over time you will then build the brain muscle and i i know i've said this already in the previous episode the brain isn't a muscle i just say it muscle (laughs) because it's easier for me to visualize i'm a visualizer visualizing learner so as you build that muscle in your in your brain to seek solutions over time you will become a solution-based mind where you no longer are just seeing problems and not finding the answers you will naturally just seek the solutions and you will become somebody who's so valuable to your business to your study group to your relationship to your community to your family to the army if you went to the army anyone everyone needs solutions so you know as you build yourself into that mindset of finding solutions that's it the game's a wrap With that being said, this is the School of High Thought podcast. Thank you all for listening. If you like this podcast, please rate it five stars on Spotify, Apple Music, or whatever platform that you're listening on. If you want to see more empowering content, please follow our Instagram and Twitter. It's in the description. And with that being said, just because the audio is about to end does not mean the class is, is not in session. Keep learning, keep striving, and stay dangerous. Peace.